Happy New Year. Our first time with you since the turn of the calendar year. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing really well. I'm doing great. Uh, it's good to talk to you. I'm sorry it's been uh, a while. Seems like the last few times I talked to you was at airports yep. <laughs> going through uh, various security screenings and delays and cancellations and uh, everything else that the American public is. Do we have a Department of uh, Transportation <laughs> in this country? I, I mean, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, it, it's, it's like they've just taken a cat nap for two years. It's It's never been this bad as someone who travels for a living for, for quite some time but uh boy uh, whoever it is might want to might want to go ahead and step aside and let somebody do the job properly well i can guarantee you one thing anybody in that department flies first class and never has to deal with a delay or screening yeah well exactly exactly or or, or just fly charter or yeah, yeah. I, they 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 don't know but um Anybody that did travel uh, in December knows, <laughs> and even today had some issues getting out of Atlanta Airport. I'm in uh, Gainesville now for the Florida Missouri game tomorrow, but no, it's been uh, it's been an adventure to say the least. All right, let's jump on some hoops because hoops is hoops is hot. Hoops is hot in South Carolina. So on a level of one to ten, your shock meter with what South Carolina did at Lexington would be what? Nine and a half. <laughs> um, the only thing, the only reason why it's short of ten is that there, there clearly is an issue at Kentucky, and I don't mean to hint at something that's toxic in the locker room or anything like that. I've done some Kentucky games this year; they're good kids, they get along, um, but there's just something in the DNA there that's that's not up to par. That being said. Uh, the game was at Rupp Arena, and and they just gotten beat down by Alabama on national television. It had all the makings of this is a get right game for Kentucky. I think that's what everybody thought, right? That's what Las Vegas thought. Uh, but clearly, Carolina had other ideas. And you know, the last time they won there was my last year, uh, 2009. And I remember calling the game distinctly. And Devin Downey hit the key shot right near the free throw line. And there's just something extra special. Wins on the road are always special. You get on the bus, you get on the team plane, everybody's smiling. All of a sudden, that uh, eight-hour sub that's waiting for you tastes a little bit better. Um, but when you go and win at Rupp Arena, that's historic. Like that, that stays with you your entire life. So all those kids will remember, no matter what else happens in their careers, in their lifetime, they will never forget the day they went to Rupp in front of probably close to 20,000 fans and beat the Wildcats. And what is going to happen at Kentucky? (laughs) Well, I mean, you've got every national writer chiming in on that. They don't know the answer, so certainly I don't. I mean, I, I don't see them firing Cal, and I don't see Cal leaving for Texas. I could be wrong on both of those things, but I, I just have a hard time seeing either one of those things coming to fruition. Um, it's one of those. It's not a match made in heaven right now. But keep in mind, he, he did win a national title. He has been the four Final Fours. He does have the number one recruiting class coming in. You could do a lot worse than Cal. I think just there comes a point in time where that fan base expects a little bit more. And if they don't make a run in this year's tournament, and right now it's hard to think that they, they're going to do that unless they start playing better, it's going to be a very, 
interesting offseason in Lexington. What does that performance say about Lamont Paris and given a few more tools to work with what he might be able to do? The way he took a team that was totally embarrassed by Tennessee at home the previous game, and he goes into a place, even when Kentucky's office game, it's tough to win there, and he pulled out the win, and it was a win that they led the entire way and deserved to win. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest thing about it, isn't it? I mean, look, Tennessee might be the best team. I think Alabama's the best team in the league personally, but Tennessee's not far behind. But you get smoked against Tennessee, and a lot of teams can have that happen. Uh, and you start and look, the losses were starting to mount, and you you, you just you looked at the season and you kind of wondered, okay, not that the team would mail it in, but it's hard sometimes to keep young players completely invested when things aren't going your way, especially in today's day and age. I, I'm not trying to sound like get off my lawn guy, but that's <laughs> just, it, the kids are just different. They're just wired different. And all of a sudden, you know, some might be looking at the portal. The, the good thing is for the, a lot of the players on that roster, quite frankly, they don't have a ton of options. You know, Gigi does. Michi's already on his second program. Uh, you, you better be all in, and I think Lamont Paris knows that. It's like, look, if you think you're too good for this program, let's see what else you can do. Who's knocking on your door? So I, I think the good news is there's there's a good mentality there. There's a good spirit there. And, yeah, look, Lamont Paris can coach. Uh, it, it, the, the true test will be when he gets his players in. But I, I think that combined with – I thought the key all year long this season was not going to be Gigi because I think you know what you get with Gigi, uh, it's Michi. It's, it, it, was he going to play like the four-star recruit out of Ohio that everybody wanted, but for whatever reason it just didn't work out with the Buckeyes? And he certainly rose to the occasion in that game, and, and that he's going to have to play to that level this year if they're going to pull off some more upsets. Yeah, he's playing crazy right now. Mike Morgan, Morgan on the move with us. So is there any – more feel-good story in college basketball right now than Clemson. 6-0, and never been there before in the ACC, only undefeated team in the league in the ACC. Brad Brownell hanging by a thread after last season, apparently, got the old sit-down meeting with the uh, AD and said kind of, okay, we'll, we'll let it ride for another year. But, and here they are, 6-0 and in the ACC with Duke coming in on uh, Saturday afternoon. Tell you a funny story. Uh, I, I've only had Clemson once this year. It was the tournament in Atlanta, and Dane Bradshaw and I had a triple header. So we had Auburn, Memphis, great game. We had Wake Forest, LSU, great game. And then the nightcap was Clemson versus Loyola, Chicago. Now, granted, Loyola made a Final Four a few years ago. Sister Jean, the whole great mm-hmm. story. But 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 this is not that team. Different coach, different players. Uh, and we thought this might be the one game that wouldn't even be competitive. Loyola beat them down. It was probably Clemson's worst game of the year. And to Coach Brownell's credit, they have taken that moment in time, and they have completely circled the wagons and just played really good basketball. I like the team. I like the roster going in. And when I saw them up close and they just laid an egg, I said, man, maybe I was just completely off. Maybe I... Maybe I over-evaluated some of these players, uh, but it turns out at least part of me was right and that they are a team that should be able to 
not only compete in the ACC, but do some good things, and obviously they're doing just that. Well, and they're an older team, and you look at this matchup with Duke. Duke will start four freshmen tomorrow, four freshmen and a first-year head coach against Clemson in Little John and Clemson with a veteran head coach and starting guys who've been together. They've got a couple of additions, but they're ve- they're basically a veteran team. And, and we know the Duke freshmen were all the best players among the best players in this country or in the world because they, they got a guy from Australia, a freshman starting for them. But the age, the age value here is paying off, I think, for a team like Clemson. Did we lose Mike? Hello. See if we can get him back. In the meantime, I'll talk more about Duke. Yeah. Duke starts freshman Derek Whitehead. Maybe it's Derek. Derek Whitehead, 6'7". He's a freshman. 6'5", Tyrese Proctor. He's from Australia. He's a freshman. 6'8", Mark Mitchell from Kansas. He's a freshman. And 7'0", Kyle Filipowski, uh, that's it. Kyle Filipowski, he's a freshman. And then the only non-freshman starting, Ryan Young, he's 6'10", he's a graduate student. So Clemson's going to have to deal with some real size. Seven feet, 6'10", 6'8", 6'5", 6'7". So it's a big Duke team. It's They're long, they're lean, kind of like Tennessee. Maybe even taller Mike is back with us. This Duke team may be even taller. I was impressed by Tennessee's size across the board. Their backcourt, their front court, just long and lean, and this Duke team might be even taller. But what I was saying was the age factor for Clemson is benefiting the Tigers, and this Duke team is just so young, but we know all these young guys were among the best in the, in the country and the world in the case of a guy from Australia. Well, and, and you hit on the key point, and that is the, the age of Clemson. And they have – it's kind of the sweet spot, and I hope this doesn't come across the wrong way, but they have a number of guys who are good college players but aren't quite good enough to where the NBA is calling them to leave early, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, what do they do? I mean, they stay in college. If, you, if you're a baller, you keep playing ball as long as you can. And so they've got kids that, that are doing that. And they all seem to get along and gel well together. So sometimes it's better to be old than just to have a bunch of young hotshot freshmen and sophomore. Well, I mean, just ask Kentucky. Hmm. But I, I, I think if you look at these NCAA tournaments, you look at when Baylor won their national title, you look at when Virginia won their national title, it's not as if they didn't have talent. In fact, they, had, they each had one or two guys that were NBA good, but they were old. And that's why they beat younger teams that might have even been more talented. You were off to where this weekend? Well, you mentioned you were on the move somewhere. I don't remember where you landed. Yeah, no, I am. Uh, you'll get a kick out of this. I am in Gainesville. I've got uh, Gators versus Missouri tomorrow. Missouri, by the way, one of the best stories in the SEC this year under their first year coach, Dennis Gates. Mm-hmm. And guess where I'm going to eat dinner tonight? Let me think. Let me think. Steve Spurrier's, uh, I don't know the name of the restaurant, but it'd be Spurrier's Restaurant right there on Main Street? That's right. I've mm-hmm. never been. Uh, they just opened it up a little over a year ago and uh, got a got a kind inv- invite from their PR person. So I'm going to check it out, see if, see if the old ball coach is there. Mm-hmm. Say hello. Give him your best. I know mm-hmm. you guys were very tight. Very tight. And uh, yeah, Golfing we'll, buddies. Uh, 
You think yeah, that golf and are, are they picking up the check for you? Is that part of the deal? You never know, Phil. Uh, it's been known to happen from time to time. But if not, I can always put it on the corn boot account. <laughs> you know, a little something uh, for the effort for doing these segments every week. You know, you and some other people I know have a knack for for warming their way into free meals in uh, various cities around this country. So, I, You know, I can only, if they charge me, I will be more than happy to pay. And if they don't, I will say thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I will tip my waiter or waitress like they've never been tipped before. <laughs> well, you enjoy and uh, have a good call tomorrow. Uh, which of the networks will you be on? Uh, this will be on the SEC network, and it'll be tomorrow at uh, 3.30. What time is the Gamecock game? They are at 6. Okay, so they'll be right after us. Mm-hmm. And they've got A&M, right? they got A&M. All of a sudden, A&M's so, kind of uh, woken yeah. up and playing some better basketball. Well, I, I just had them. I just had them in College Station last week, and Buzz has finally got his kind of team. Like, like that's a team that no one is going to want to play. I mean, you never really want to play a Buzz team because they're just so damn physical mm-hmm. and they can they can muck up the game. But, but they've actually got guys who can score. You're not going to out rebound them. You're not going to out hustle them. Uh, so they're they're a pain in the you know what to play. That'll be a very interesting game. Yeah. They're trying to go to 4-0 and in league play, and the Gamecocks are trying to win two in a row. Should be a, a pretty good matchup in Columbia. We'll let you run. We'll talk to you again next week. We appreciate you. Have a good one. You got it. Take care now. All right, Mike Morgan. Morgan on the move here on Sports Talk 103.9.